Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, right to UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code, that's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with a special guest tonight. We got uh, current Chiefs wide receiver or running back, offensive weapon, uh, Jerry and Ely coming on the show last week or two weeks ago. We had Daenerys Prince come on, and now we got another guy in the, uh, I guess you could say the running back room or the wide receiver room, whichever, whichever way you want to go. Uh, our guy JD will be coming on shortly. Um, he's running a few minutes late. But um, we got Jerrion Ely on. Jerrion, it's awesome having you on, man. Um, I, I want to make sure something clear, though, uh, with, with your name. Because I, I remember when we drafted you, I remember there's a, there a bunch of different people talk, who were talking about you from Chief Podcast. Some were calling you Jerrion. Some were calling you Jerrion Ely. Just to make sure every, uh, clearly in Chief's kingdom, your name is pronounced. It's Jerrion, but to be quite frankly honest with you, my friends back home say Jerry on. And then even some friends of mine call me Jerry on. So it's just kind of like, I, but my mama calls me Jerry yet, though. So, so my we, name we, is Jerry though. We, we got to go by that then. And, and, and that's what mama's calling you. We're gonna, we got to go by the, the actual, we got to go by the actual pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know when JD comes on, we're going to get into a lot of the stuff, but like, most Chief fans, you know, over the last few years, like we've seen guys like CJ Spiller, who was cut and brought back on multiple times. Like that was that was one big thing. It's like, oh, CJ Spiller's on the team now. Now he's off the team. We just kept bringing him back on from the the practice squad. You, you're going to your second year. You were on the practice squad largely last year, um, and you were cut, brought back, and brought back to the practice squad. How? What have you learned from the NFL during one season so far? My resiliency. And my uh, and my will to not quit and give up, you know, because being cut four or five times in one year, man, that's hard. That's hard, especially on your rookie season, um, you know. But like I always say, man, trust the process. Trust the process, and and God never gives you anything you can't handle. So. 
That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big on trust the process as well. And if you can see my Joel Embiid uh, bobblehead behind me, but uh, I'm big on big on trust in the process as well. Um, but yeah, no, like that's one thing I will say about like you know, because I, I, I co-host a show with J, JD, former Chiefs player, and then I co-host uh, a, a basketball show with former 76ers point guard Eric Snow. And one thing I'll say about sports players that or athletes, professional athletes, is the fact that you guys can take anything that's go, going on with you all, and you guys still bounce back. You still bounce back. And you're talking about you were cut four or five times. I can't imagine working at any any office or any place and a, a company or employer firing you four or five times to bring you back. Imagine a girlfriend doing that, breaking up with you four or five times, bringing you back. No one, no one, you know, it's just, it's crazy. The, the resiliency is such a, such a good word for what, for what that is, for you to get kind of bounce back and not get too low and not get too high. Yeah, man, you can't, you can't, can't let the lows be the lowest and your highs be the highs, you know, just stay in the middle. You stay in the middle. Um, everything goes by smoothly. For sure. Um, is is yeah. one thing to be grateful, but then there's another thing to just be. Uh, I can't really find the word, but I'm always grateful for the highs. But I I would I'll just show a little bit of gratitude. And then also on top of that, like you know. The team, the team that you were that you were chosen by or picked up by, was the team that won the end of the, the world championship last year. So, like, and I remember in your right. like, one of your one of your rookie videos, you talked about coming to a team and winning a championship. Right, that was it. I helped. I was a part of the process. Help, help the guys any way I could. We're gonna be getting our guy, uh, former Chiefs tight end Jason Dunn, joining us right now. JD, what's going on? We got Jerry and Ely on. JD, what's up, man? What's up? Jerry, our man, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? You doing all right? I'm doing pretty- I'm doing pretty well. How you doing? Good, good. Doing real well, brother. Doing real well. Yeah, glad to have you on. Glad to have you on. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Thanks for having yeah. me on too. Absolutely, absolutely. Sure. I've watched. Uh, I watched a lot of you, man, in college. So uh, I'm, I'm, I live up here in Lexington, Kentucky. So obviously, you know, the okay. Wildcats are not. So um, you know, all the people up there on the staff is, you know, all my guys. So I get out there for the games, but you know, of course. You know, when anytime you have an exciting player like yourself, uh, you know, so you always got to get out there, man, with your popcorn and see what's going on. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. 100%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was telling him, uh, J.D., how you and I last year when we picked him up, like we were talking about all the draft picks. We were like, but remember, we, we, were, we were texting about him. We were like, we got Jerry and Ely, man. Like the, that just changes everything as far as a return game and all that stuff. And like, yeah, I'll tell you, Jerry, we we're big fans. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Definitely. And the thing, man, we look, we look, I, I've, 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 so I played uh, 11 years in the NFL, uh, coached. Congrats, high school. Man. Congrats. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, you know, I coached uh, in college also, too. And, and matter of fact, I just got finished coaching the guys in the NFL PA Bowl. So I don't know, did you play in any bowl games when you came out? I didn't. I came out as a junior. Uh, what? Okay. Okay. Uh, but so I, I coached in the NFL PA Bowl. And so, you know, my thing is, man, I've, I've you know, had opportunities to go coaching the NFL. What I do now is I, I do a lot of consulting. I still coach. Obviously, you know, like I said, guys going in. And, and my thing is, uh, 
you know, me and I'm, I'm, I'm a part of like that knowledge and information base for, you know, pro players getting into the, to the league, what that means, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's who I am. And, you know, been doing it for a long time, been doing it for a long time. So I know talent yes, when I see it. Yeah. I know talent when I see it, man. And I, I'll be truthful with you a hundred, hundred percent all the way with it. So that's how I like it. No other way. Right. 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 No other way. Yeah. Especially no in the generation we live in today, man. They like to be told the fairy tales. I ain't into fairy tales. Nah. <laughs> nah. Fairy tales don't do you no good, man. You know. All right. Yeah. Fairy tales don't don't put food on the table unless you're writing them. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> JD, we just got done talking about um, kind of his 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 first year in the league. You know, being cut four or five times, being th- thrown back to the practice squad, come mm-hmm. back to the team, released, and he was kind of talking about his resiliency and what what he learned uh, going for the up and downs um, in the league and stuff so far. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's you know what that's, that's good lessons. That's what lessons is all about, though, right? You know, you you want. Challenges, and so sometimes those challenges, man, is what what actually shapes you into who you are. And uh, sometimes those roads, hard roads, whatever you what you want to call it, obstacles or uh, you know, if, if barriers, you know, be able to get through them. But also, you get to appreciate it even more. You know, when you get to taste that the success and getting there and the hard work, you know what it all means. And so, sure, I'm sure you you're you're very appreciative of that. You know, so. You know, he stays the opportunity. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry, you're um, obviously we talked about your your position kind of being uh, kind of positionless, right? The offensive weapon where you're running back, wide receiver, and all that. Um, so last year you kind of worked with the, with the receivers, um, but then this past rookie minicamp uh, a, a week ago, uh, you were working with largely with the, with the running backs. Uh, so. And they, I think uh, Arrowhead Pride did a, uh, interviewed Coach Reed about you know you, you're you're playing and stuff, and he kind of said he loves you for the fact that you can play all the field, receiving game, um, re- return game, uh, out of the backfield, kind of do it all. Um, so my question is, I've heard so much about how this offense is so hard to learn, but you're a guy, and he, and Coach Reed also said you're a smart guy too, so you can pick up everything. And obviously, if you're playing all the positions. You, you know, you're obviously doing that, but talk about from like learning this offense from the running back and wide receiver point of view, because we're obviously having to do that. So how, how has that been kind of picking up the offense from both uh, positions? Um, I'd be lying if I would say it was easy, but <laughs> it was extremely hard. It was a, it was a lot of long nights, a lot of long nights. Um, well, well, first of all, first off, when I came to Kansas city, first rookie minute camp, I was in the running back room through all the OTAs. I was in the running back room and I uh, learned the offense through the running back position. And right before we got to um, training camp, I got switched switch over receiver. So it was like the first day of right when we reported to a uh, rookie training camp, I was told I was being moved to receiver. So from then on, it was kind of, go out there and learn as I went. So it was kind of feeling my way out. I had to learn. There was a lot of things I had to learn. I learned how I had to learn how to learn how to run routes. Um learn where I f- learn where I felt 
not felt, but uh, fit in within the concept. Um, mm-hmm. This this year is really I learned a, a lot about football. To be honest, uh, it, was a, it was a it was a good year, a great year. Um, maybe an even smarter football player for sure, just by learning the offense and two different positions and knowing the offense in two different positions. Jared, I know you've probably heard uh, this before, uh, but I tell guys all the time, uh, the more you can do, the better off you're going to be, uh, especially in NFL. And so, um, you know, when you talk about, like, learning the offense, like the terminology, like you said, getting to learn routes, you know, having to, to operate in space as a wide receiver, and, and and the reality is like these moves are not new. These these are new things for guys to move from the backfield to, you know, to wide receiver. I think it's a little strange when you you do it kind of in mid, like you said, you start in training camp, right? Learning all the mm-hmm. terminology, and then you get to the wide receiver. Like now they tell you to do wide receiver, uh, and you know how it is in, in the NFL. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers yeah. game. But but you know, as far as let, let me just ask you uh, from your standpoint. What what is your what is your your strongest attributes that you can give the Chiefs when you're going to attack a defense? What 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 would you say is like, you know, if I'm if I'm uh, ripping off your top three attributes, what would it be? What would you say that would be for an offense, you know, against a defense? In this offense, I would say mm-hmm. it has to be uh, the mid zone mid zone runner and. Okay. Um, and just receiving the ball out of the backfield or being able to uh, be a, a valuable chess piece. Okay. Okay. So receiving the ball out of the backfield, because I know it's, that's a lot of the offense. And that's what I, I love about this offense, because you have a lot of the uh, uh, ability, uh, especially this offense, to get a lot of touches, you know, catching balls out the, out the backfield. Right. Uh, you know, whether it be flat, whether it be a match against a linebacker, you know. Um, so when you talk about mid zone runner, let let kind of let the, the the fans know what a mid zone runner is, if you will. Kind of explain that a little bit to them. No, just the outside zone type of guy. Uh, just the outside zone type of guy. Yeah, I'm more yeah outside zone, yeah counter back. I'm 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 gonna change the pace type of back. Mm. So 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 guys, so usually you have running backs the, like that. Get the defense flowing sideways and find a sink and hit it. There you go. There you go. That's what I was looking for. You know, but so we explained to the you know to the fans out here kind of what that means. And and, and a lot of the patience is is required of that, right? As far as like the, the offensive line. You know what they're going to be able to do. So, what, what what do you say? You know, for what you've seen so far, the guys is the, the they're still in the building in the room that's going to be blocking up front. Uh, you know, for for all of your weapons out there, man. What do you, what do you think? What do you think about offensive line right now? I think that they're good. Uh, I think they're going to be good. Um, I think this is going to be one of the best offensive lines the Chiefs has had in probably the last, last seven years, for sure. For sure, I like to hear that. Um, Jerry, uh, one thing. Um, obviously, the last two years, there's a, the last year is when Mahomes started this. 
you know, the, the, the Texas workouts with all the, the skilled players and stuff. And obviously it was successful. Coach Reed let him do it, bring it back this year. Again, you've been one of the guys who's, who's at, who's been at this, um, the Texas workouts. Kind of talk to us about what you've learned from just being, being around all the guys in the, in this off season program with Pat in, uh, in Texas. Just kind of talk about that a little bit. Well, you just learn the offense more in depth, so to speak. Um, yeah, you really get you really get his time and of the routes and the plays. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you get a cheat code and you know where you got to be and when you got to be there. You get a better feel of, of that. So um, yeah, that's why it's, it's been a good thing because you you get accustomed to the quarterback and the quarterbacks get accustomed to the receiver. So. It's a really good thing. And and you kind of getting down and getting a jump on everything offensively because which that's what it's for. Uh which you, you don't quite you don't quite hear about a lot of quarterbacks kind of doing what Pat is doing. It's taking a lot of guys down with him and you know going through the offense, uh guys getting more comfortable with him and the route running and whatnot. You being in the system for the one year, uh were you able to help out some of the guys that hadn't been there, kind of letting them know exactly what you know, they were, you know, what was required of them? What about yourself? How was how was your progression in this? Was like, are you still learning everything, the nuances of what you do out there as far as I've gone to field too? Uh yeah, I was it was help when help need help and uh get help when help is needed, uh kind of thing. Yeah. Um but no, I don't really know everything, but um, I know a good bit of things. Okay, but um, well, you, are, are, do you feel like yeah, you get, it was kind of? You, you think you get more comfortable in, in the offense? Yeah. Do, do you feel like you're getting more comfortable? Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm hundred percent getting more comfortable each and every day. Um, what do you, uh? Let me ask you this, because like I was I was saying before. Like a move from, you know, certain positions not new. And I think like in this offense, what I look at it for is a lot of like kind of plug and play. Like guys can do multiple things. It's a lot of window dressing and what I see. And, you, you know, you talk about concept offense, um, you know, just kind of give me like what you you knew in college and now getting into the NFL, playing in a, a, a Andy Reid, his offense. uh what, what do you what do you think about it? The the you know tell it like the fun about it. What you see you know that goes on. What do you think about it? the matchups? All those different things. Just kind of give a little bit, a little taste of that, man. Um, just you, compared to my offenses in the offenses in college to this one, yeah, is just the words that come to mind is freedom. You have a lot more freedom in your routes. Okay. Um. So to speak, um, it's more tailored to you to win. Mm. Okay, okay. So, so you know, obviously, me, you know, playing offensive, you know, where you kind of, uh, you know, it's not the traditional. Hey, get ten yards and run out. I'm sure it's still that, but maybe if it's you know running out route, it's still like, hey, look, you know, kind of find the hole, find the window in the space, right? push off the guy in relation to everybody else out here as well. So when I hear freedom, yeah, like it that, just goes along with um, 
the coverage, you know. Different coverages present you different things. And so, you know, it just goes off the presentation of the defense. You just countering off of them. Okay. Okay. And that's what I mean. That, and it gives you a freedom where in like most in most offenses when you have a, a dagger or something, you don't have the ability to strike back out. Right. You you got to keep it a dagger and a dagger only. But yeah. if you get walled off, you can't get it to the inside and then known out, strike out. That sort of things. Where you might see Kelsey just like run. He just be wide open because he's just running open space. That type that type of thing. You just got it's a lot of freedom. It just goes with it just when knowing the presentation and knowing where you gotta get to. Okay. And being no time. That's just all it is. All right. Okay. So basically it's like pretty much uh, take what the defense gives you, right? Right. hundred percent. Yeah, and then you just use against them what they what they giving to you. Like, okay, they want to run this, then you get open and run that. All right. Okay. All right. It's a lot of flexibility in your route running ability. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Shoot, man. When I when I doing my time, man, we you know running West Coast offense, and you know we we did a uh, a lot of the Air Coriel. Uh, you know, you you have you kind of stuck in the routes, if 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 you will. And I've said this, like when I when I look at it on film, I see a lot of almost like scramble drill in in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what I said. I said, man, it, when they, when I'm look, I'm looking at them guys out there running these routes, and Pat breaks out or something happens, it seems like scramble drill. Okay, bet. All right, get open. You see, Pat, if he if he he breaks to the right or something. You you got to follow him, right? You be in that in that plane. If you get you know if you the deep route comes short, if you the you know short route go deep, right? If you got the shallow, you know maybe you know you turn it into like you said, uh, you know maybe a little bit, you know kind of uh, uh, more according to the sideline and just kind of get open, man. Uh, but I love it. But with your ability, uh, it's it's what uh, I was saying when I watched you in college and what you can give to the Chiefs right now, uh, I think, man, is 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 some danger. I think, man, you just got you got a lot of dangerous things to you. Like, seriously, man, like I, I want to see you out on the field because I know what you can do. When I watch you in college, I'm like, man, this guy right here would be a perfect fit for the Chiefs in this offense. Be an absolute perfect fit. Uh, and so, I, you know, I want you to, I want you to get that opportunity, man. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay, you, you got down there with with Pat. Uh, you you start doing some some things, learning the offense. Do you feel like you've gotten stronger physically in these things as well? What, do you, what how you feel? Where you where you fit in this whole scheme of things right now? Yeah, I feel like um, I've definitely made a, a strong case for myself. Yeah. Okay, strong case, man. Or physically, like. Yeah. Well, we know like like for us, it's it's pretty much it's a numbers game, right? Right. So, you know, we when you talk about strong case, uh, you know, there's a lot of different guys in the room. A lot of different guys, you know, wide receiver, a lot of different guys are running back. It's all about how you fit in, okay, against everybody else. Um, 
And so, like I said, having it one year under your belt, uh, you, do you feel like you have a good opportunity, man, to, to display what you can do this year? I do. I feel like I'm going to be given an opportunity to, to show what I can do, whether that's in preseason or in, in the season. I think I will actually have a, a chance to actually get the ball in my hands and show my playmaking ability. How hungry are you right now, man? How hungry about the are you about this thing? Man, I get I'm hungry enough to eat a, my plate, your plate, and whoever plate is in front of me. <laughs> Love it. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Jerry, so when it gets to when we have the, the next uh I guess the uh uh OTAs and, and stuff, um like as you've been kind of going back and forth to your running back receiver. When you go to individuals, like individual drills, are you with the are you working with running backs or, or receivers mostly right now? Right now, I'm with the running backs right now. Okay. For and, for OTAs and training camp, right now I'm supposed to be a running back, but for training camp, I might lose receiver again. We shall see. <laughs> now, is that one thing they they tell you like, yo, Jaren, just be just be ready to go to receiver? Do they, do they tell you that as well, or like, is this are you, are you just already based on history? You're like, okay, I just have to be ready for both. Right, just based on history, I'm just preparing myself for both. You know, you can't be over prepared. <laughs> True. <laughs> if anything, I just know the offense a little bit better. For what? No, I just know. <laughs> You're gonna be that guy everyone's coming to, like Jaron. What, 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 what do I do in this play? What, what, what do I do here? Like, oh, you're you're, you're helping getting people lined up. <laughs> That's right. Hey, maybe if they cut me this time, don't bring me back. I can just get added to the coaching staff. <laughs> <laughs> what about man? As far as like the guys, like in the running back room, man. What what what's that? What's that look like? You know, as far as man, y'all y'all pretty tight. Y'all boys, man. How does it all work with y'all? It's a it's a bunch of young old heads. <laughs> young old heads. A bunch of young old heads. <laughs> the oldest person in the room is Jet. <laughs> but <laughs> but he about like the the youngest one too, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like having fun and stuff, man. Y'all just you know. Yeah, that's Uncle Jet right there, man. Yeah, Uncle Jet. No, man, this is it's a great group of guys. So we all get along. We all we all keep in contact with each with one another, and just you know, it's a it's a brotherhood in there for sure. Can't really say that too many about a a league room, but it's a brotherhood in that one for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you could tell that you could sense it with uh you know with y'all guys when you watch them out on the field and you know just kind of how y'all interact with each other uh you could tell it's a brotherhood you could just tell man that y'all love playing for one another playing with each other uh and and you know co- I always say competition is good it is yeah 100 yeah you know so you you know you push your brother along but you know at the same time you 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 getting yours too and the thing is everybody's getting better same time Right, and you cheering these guys yeah. on. You know they get opportunities. So when you in there too, man, I know they. Hey, yo, come on. What what they call you? What, what what's what's your nickname? You got a nickname? For me, they no. Everybody just call me E. They call you E. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I know we talked about receiving the ball, um, and running the ball. But one thing that 
that was kind of a, a common topic, a common trend last year was kind of the return game and kind of lack of having consistent production from the return from the return man spot. Um, and that was one of the things that when we watched your tape coming out of college. That was one of the things that stuck out right away. It's like, man, this guy, this guy's really good uh, when it comes to returning the ball. You know, I think it was like, I, I, I watched a good amount of Ole Miss games, but good enough to know that you were kind of getting past the 25 consistently a lot, a lot of time, which obviously anyone who watches football knows that's pretty good. Um, but what are the chances we see you uh, kind of uh, have a chance at that starting kick return spot this year, punt return and kick return? Is that is that something that's also been in the works as well? Uh, I mean, I practice with the returners. I return a little bit. Um, I had one report return last preseason. That's about it. But uh, I don't know. I can't really answer that question. Um, hopefully, I give shot an opportunity back there. Um, but we shall see. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> well, I, the, the thing was, and you know, I told you I'm gonna be truthful about it. I think that was one of the things that we were lacking at the beginning of the year, man, was just that return guy, that consistent guy being able to return the football. Um, and w- what I like about like running backs like you uh, is you have vision. You, you know, th- th- some certain things you just can't really coach and you can teach when you when you watch when you do is you can see when a guy come in and anticipate, you know, what a defense is going to do. Uh, so me personally, like I, if, if I got a running back who can catch, Right, knowing your your baseball background, okay, I'm gonna bring that up. All right, knowing your baseball ba- background, okay, who's got sure hands, gonna catch the ball because that's the main thing securing it for one. But then two, you could be shifty, make guys miss. I mean, to me, that's that's a no brainer, right? But that's me. That's me. I, you know, one of the the things I coached was special teams. I'm like, shoot, I gotta mm-hmm. have that, you know. So. You know, kind of talk about that, man. Like you, you know, what you what you bring to that. You know, seriously. Oh, I mean, I could I definitely see myself as a valuable asset back there. But um I could definitely take him to the to the crib for sure. You know? <laughs> you ever you ever tap coach? Hey coach, just tap on and say, Hey coach, man, I got that one. Come on now. Let me let me get this, coach. Let me come on. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna have to, you know. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, this preseason, I, I, I get all the opportunities I need to, to showcase my talents. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We were talking before uh, we started the show uh, tonight, but uh, one of the things when we when we signed you last year, uh, just looking at your your player profile, you know, listed at five eight. Um, there was another r- r- running back wide receiver that we drafted. Back in the day, I think 2010 was the year we drafted uh, Dexter McCluster, also an Ole Miss guy, also 5'8". He was listed as an athlete uh, when he came to Kansas City, played part-time running back and wide receiver. Just uh, there were so many parallels when I saw the two. I was like, man, like uh, Ely is kind of like he's kind of like a McCluster type. And and McCluster's last year in Kansas City was his um, was first year with Andy Reid in Kansas City. And that was his biggest year uh, receiving the ball. Um did you play in Ole Miss? Was that was that a guy that you? I mean, did you obviously you obviously knew Dexter McCluster a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I knew of him. Uh, like I said earlier, man, I was. I think we were supposed to go out to eat or chop it up on something on the phone one time, and uh, he never go through. Something happened with it. I don't know what it was, 
so happy with it though. But uh, no, but like I said, man, I used to be a, a state fan growing up, and uh, Dex kind of was the reason I kind of went to being you know, kind of liking Ole Miss a little bit more, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Dex was 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 my guy for sure, though. Dex gave me hope. That's right. That's right. Hey man, that looks say man. There's a there's a space out there for me somewhere. That's for sure. That's right. That's right. Man, I'll even give you one more. And I'm always try to be careful for comparing guys to different ones. But there's another guy that went from like running back, return man, wide receiver is Dante Hall. You know, who's getting into the you know Ring of Honor Chiefs Hall of Fame this year. Uh, and so, and, and look, it's all, it's all opportunity. You know, this it's, it's all opportunity, you know? And the thing is, you just got to make the most of every opportunity you get. I don't care. That's you, right. You know, you get on there one or two times, you make it the best one or two times you're out there on the field. We light it on fire. And you make sure that every time they look at that film, they watch you. They're sitting there saying, this guy right here has to play on Sunday. We, he's got to be on a roster. We have to put him out here to have him play on Sunday. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, nah, man, it's that's it's good stuff, man. You know, sometimes we just love hearing it like that, man, as far as, uh, you know, with fans and, like I said, former players. You know, we, we know what it means, man, just kind of being back there, uh, you know, in an organization, on a team, you know, how, you know, when guys are, are, are with each other, you know, trying to win and being out here in Kansas City, being a winner and stuff, man. Do you you get a do you get a lot of that like going back home? Are people noticing you? You know about being a Chiefs, you know, a Super Bowl win, all those different things. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. You something you can't take away right there. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Jerry, uh, just kind of getting to know you a little bit more as far as uh, for our fans and uh, Chiefs fans can get to, get to know a little bit about Jerry a little bit more. So when you were growing up, who was uh, one of your uh, favorite players to watch growing up? And also, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you were a Chiefs fan growing up, but who was one guy that sticks out in your in your memory as far as a Chiefs player as you grew up and that you watched when you were growing up? Uh, but yeah, Dix. Okay. Because you, you got to remember Dex was that was about I was about 10, 11 when Dex came to Kansas City. So <laughs> like yeah, I'm still one of the youngest guys on the team still. With even with this rookie class coming in, I'm still one of the top five youngest guys on the team. That's right. He came out junior year. That's right. Shoot. Yeah. I haven't even turned 23 yet. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still still got a little ways to go. So, do they tease you about that? <laughs> no, I don't think nobody really knows my age. Everybody think I'm kind of older than what I am. So, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody asks me, so I'll just leave it there. Oh, you probably you probably got that old soul, man, from being from Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? This is it's a whole different like way you carry, you move, you 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 move. You know what I mean? From from down that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, I don't. No, nah, I don't be doing too much. Yeah, yeah. I stay. I stay out the way. <laughs> Mind my business. Stay at home. You know, that's mm-hmm. it. 
Nah, that's good. That's good. You know, something comes up. Where Ian? Ask E. E no, shoot. E about 40 years old. E. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they do me though. <laughs> <laughs> Especially pop though, pop would be oh. like that for real. <laughs> <laughs> You're like pop, man. I'm, I'm three years younger than you, man. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's good. Um, uh, so a, a big thing that the Kansas City Chiefs fans would want to know—they they always ask us to ask all the players we have on the show—is what is your favorite since being in Kansas City? What is your favorite barbecue spot that you have gone to? My favorite barbecue spot. Me personally, I like uh, Gates. Gates is my favorite because I like their barbecue chicken. I don't know what it is. It's something about that barbecue chicken and that bread, man. It's just no good. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, you could have made me go to Gates and get some barbecue chicken right now. <laughs> hey, bread be fire though. You you ain't lying. Yeah. I know it do be so. be like, gee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Q39 for sure. Q39, yeah, Q39 is pretty mm-hmm. solid too. Yeah, yeah. I will say Gates is probably up there for me. Um. So, uh, obviously, and what, what, so with rookie minicamps being over and stuff and um, for the second year in a row, you were a hot name that was talked about coming out of that. Um, uh, and this year, this year, especially that was uh, one of the guys who was kind of the, um, the one making noise the most from the camp, a, a bunch of different chiefs websites kind of went out there and said that you were the, the main person uh, uh, that, that came out of that as a kind of a notable person that looked, that looked good during the rookie mini camp was you. Um, so my question is, and obviously everyone's, Seeing that, I, I'm seeing Jerry and Ely highlights being posted from college, but being posted on the Twitter timeline and stuff. So a lot, there's a lot of excitement about you and getting and you potentially getting you know playing time this year and getting a chance to showcase your talent and your skills. What's a message that you have um, to Chiefs Kingdom as we head into OTAs um, and you know summer and training camp and everything? Um, just be patient. Um, time will come when is when is the right time, and. Uh, and just know when that time comes, I'm gonna make the most of my opportunity, and I will not let you guys down. I love it. It's good words. It's good words. So, have you uh, have you gotten out there to a Royals game? You, you go to the Go the Royals any? Yeah, man. Yeah, I actually actually I know I do go. Um, okay, I'm good friends with um, Bobby Witt. I used to play. Me and Bobby Witt came out in the same draft class for uh, baseball All coming right. out of high school. So yeah, I know I know Bobby. So yeah, I go I go a couple of games. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna go to the game in probably like two or three weeks. Okay. Once OTA is in. All right. So yeah. It's good, man. That's good. It's hard to get away from that, that, that background, right? It, it, no, it's it's hard. It's hard. It is hard. <laughs> I used to tell people this all the time and believe me. I was like, man, baseball was my favorite sport. They was like, what? I'm like, man, I'm telling you, baseball is my favorite sport. It's, uh, it teaches you patience. Yes. Um, it teaches you patience and it teaches you how to deal with failure because this is a game where you're going to fail more than you succeed. For sure. It's a game where you're rewarded for failing more than you succeed. Kind of, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. That's a good way of saying it. And no good. other sport can you go three for ten and make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's a fact. That's it. That's a fact. Yeah. Man, look, we, we we've look, we've we've enjoyed, man, the time, man, just kind of talking to you. Uh, I'm gonna get up there, obviously, for for training camp. I usually try to get in and you know holler at some some folks. When I see you get out there, man, and running around, man, I'll come holler at you. All right. And, uh, All right. I'll be there. I'll okay. be there. I'm be the one yelling, man, high and tight, high and tight. You know? No, it's gonna be there. You ain't gotta worry about it move. It's stuck concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Ball security is job security now. I know that's right. That's right. That's for that. E take it to the house, man. Take it to the house. <laughs> Here it is. Go get it. Go get it. No. So yeah, man. I think, man, with with the fans, uh, you know, hearing from from you, you know, they're gonna be really, really excited, man. I'm gonna tell you seriously, just uh, kind of hearing your voice. You know, when you see interviews and stuff like that, where people kind of right. do, it's one thing. But then, you know, kind of getting to know a player and just kind of seeing a little bit more, like you know, like like we are kind of, you know, we you know, joking around, having a good time. This is what people want to see more so than anything else, you know, and so. Uh, I think it, you you know with your personality and what you've shown, uh, just from coming from college to where you are now, uh, you're gonna be easy to root for. You know, like I said, man, we me, me, Marcus said, me and you, hey, we fans, we already fans of you. You know, yes, sir. Thank y'all. Yeah, for sure, brother, for sure. That's the truth. So I told you, man, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it. I'm gonna tell the truth. You know what I mean? So I know, I know what you got. Uh, I know what you can bring to the table, man. I hope you get that opportunity, man, to really show it. Uh, the team's going to be better for it, you know, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I don't make the decision. I can make a phone call. That's about all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jerry. Jerry, it was awesome having you on, man. I uh, appreciate you having yes, uh, you coming on. I, I know te- technical difficulties kind of sucked for a second, but I appreciate you uh, still uh, powering through and uh, and coming on with us, man. And we'd, a- and we'd love to have you back after, you know, once, once the season starts and once you're uh, – on the uh, active ro- on the active roster, baby. I would definitely be back. We're setting it still right now. You'll be on the active roster, baby. Yeah, you're right. Hey, look, man. After you run four touchdowns back, man, don't forget about us, okay? All right, don't, <laughs> don't get. Yeah, I'm not. All right. We all started here, baby. <laughs> all started here. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's what it is for sure. All right, brother. We wish you, we wish you the best of luck, and we'll we'll be uh, keeping uh, tabs with you, and hopefully get you back on here so we can uh, talk some shop some more. All righty, thank you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thanks, Sharon. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good night. You too, you buddy. Too, so that was a great uh, conversation with Jerry and Ely. Um, I, I mean, you and I were big fans before this this interview, and now I think we're going to be even more biased when it comes to Jerry and Ely. Um, what were your What were your thoughts on uh, hearing from the guy that you and I have been, in a way, fawning over? We said our hi- highlights uh, to uh, to each other of him uh, last year. Yeah, no. I, look, it was a superb interview, uh, and and he, you could tell he's just he's he's a great guy. He really is, uh, and we've seen it, man. We he's got a ton of talent. We know that. So I hope I just I hope that he gets the opportunity to show what he can do. Uh, you know, the Chiefs would be better for it. And, and the thing is, with a guy who has very very reliable hands, uh, he's he's very shifty. He's very athletic. Make guys miss. I mean, he could do it all. And the thing is, when he's when he talked about going from the running back to the wide receiver room, uh, man, that just you, you just gave him a whole uh, a different uh, uh, 
kind of responsibility that he can he can do, right? He he's just expanded what he can bring to the Chiefs uh, offensively, and that's a great thing for him because I think like right now in his positioning, uh, he could be that guy to back up either position, right? You need an extra running back. Here he is. You need the extra wide receiver. Here he is. So instead of bringing two different guys as, as backups, bring Jerry Neely. Okay, and you got a, a punt and a kickoff returner in that. So yeah, man, it, I think it's a win-win situation, man. What you're doing is you're you're building up, uh, you know, a weapon in this guy, and so he could definitely, definitely help out with with yards. Uh, shoot. Uh, return positions, all those different things, special team wise, he could do it all. So uh, I'm glad that he, he's got that experience, man. But yeah, I, I think, like you said, we, we've been fans of his. Uh, and and to me, I just hope, I just hope he gets that opportunity to show what he can do. Yeah. And, and one thing that before, you know, getting prepped for this interview and in, in, in last week uh, or after the rookie minicamp was over, Andy Reid, because the big guy for coming out of this camp, everyone was kind of noticing was Jerry Neely. Um, and I think he was only among like four second year guys who went back to the rookie minicamp this year. Cause I, I think they, they brought up, they brought a few guys over from um, second year guys to join okay. this year's rookie minicamp. But um, the quote that Reed said was he can do a lot of things for you from return game to wide receiver to running back. He did the wide receiver the latter part of last year, so he's real smart and quick. He's not the biggest guy, but he knows how to play the game. Um, when you hear the Andy Reid kind of praising him like and like that, what does, it, what does that tell you about the player that Jerry Neely is? <laughs> Everything I just said. I mean, I, you know, I had no idea that Andy was saying that, but it, it just shows you that Andy has trust in him. He know, Andy knows what he can do, uh, which is a great thing. Anytime that you're being recognized by the head coach, uh, you know, the office is genius who's just looking for different weapons to have around him. Man, that's that's big. That's huge. It's huge for Andy to say that. And so when Andy is looking for, he's looking for uh, basically uh, his progression, his ascension to where he's, you know, has he gotten better over a year? Him being in this offense for another year, uh, where is he at as compared to the other guys who's come in and, you know, we, we give him another shot to get take another a longer look at him, uh, what he can bring. So that's, that's a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing, uh, especially to be on Andy Reid's radar. And so, uh, like I was just saying, uh, it's, it's a great position for him to be in. It really is. But, yeah, anytime that the head coach can give sing praises for what you do out there on the field uh, and, and who you are, man, yeah, what, what better place to be, especially, you know, especially in this offense. And I feel like he's been put to the test a little bit, you know, going from running back to wide receiver, and just know it's especially with, like you said, like an offensive genius like him. It's like you're kind of you're kind of testing me, coach. <laughs> you're testing yeah. me what, what I can do with running back and receiver, and you know if it pays off, it's like wow, okay, you like you you you've learned two big positions, and which is you know as we've seen in this offense, it's taken some guys years, some guys can't even ha- handle this playbook, and, and he's learning two different positions. That's wild. Two different positions, man. Just the, the capacity that he's taking in of things he can do, right? Like you said, a guy's having a problem with one position. He comes in and does two. So, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, like you said, he's a smart, intelligent guy. Uh, knows a lot of football. He's just gotten better of understanding that. Uh, and I loved how he's, he talked about, like, this offense, like this freedom that he has. I love him describing that, like, his freedom. I'm like, well, you know, what, what do you mean by that? You know, because I want him to be kind of expand on it. And he said, 
man, when you're out there and you're kind of getting open, you run, you know, your route, what you're supposed to run. But also, too, you have the ability to, you know, maneuver and shift to something different in, in mid for whatever they give you, whatever the defense gives you. So you're not just running to a spot or you're just not doing something like you're you're looking to win. And that's what he said. You know, this office is geared to win. So he's 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 there. He's a guy that has the ability to win one on one matchups. That's what he can do. We know we know he's a he's an outside zone guy because he said he's outside zone and mid zone guy. We know that he's a change of back, change of pace back, which you know the Chiefs need. And so when when you do that, you create value for yourself. You know you really do. And and, and here's the thing, because I don't want to just look at it for the Chiefs, right? Obviously, we want the Chiefs to be able to to to, to have this guy to utilize him, but there's other teams out here. Right, there's other teams out here who could use a guy like that. Uh, hopefully, he's here. I, I think he will be here. Off just what Andy said. Andy's sitting there thinking, like, okay, well, he's <laughs> we've seen what we've given him. We've thrown the playbook, the kitchen scene to him. He's adjusted. He's been able to grasp all of that. Now, let's give him some more. Right, let's give him some more. So, uh, when you talk about just numbers game. Man, it's all about how guys perform. Now, it's all about performance. <laughs> so, yeah. hopefully, you know, within these next couple of months, man, we're going to see some great performances uh, from Jaron Ely or E, as he called him. You know, that's what they call him right now. So, yeah. Be before you got on, I asked him because I've seen, I, I was watching different clips of him. Some people call him Jerryon Ely. Some people call him Jerryon Ely. Um, and I asked him, what is the proper pronunciation? He goes, oh, you know, everyone. So, so my friends call me Jerry on my mom calls me Jerry. And I was like, okay, so Jerry, where do you go with Jerry then? <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. Um, you mentioned on, on, the, on the show, he didn't really elaborate on it, but his baseball background, he was a bad, he was drafted by the Tampa Bay Rays. I believe. I don't remember. Uh, is that right? I, I believe, I, I believe that's who drafted him. Um, but I mean, obviously tremendous athlete. Um, yeah. <laughs> Guy who plays receiver and running back in the NFL and is a return man and played baseball. Yeah, he's a he's an athlete. <laughs> oh man, we talking about Deion Bo Jackson. Let's say was that Brian Jordan? Guys like that that have that background. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared but, Page, our, our boy Jared. Jared Page, yeah. So shoot, we we know uh, guys like that. And I talked about it. I, I, I actually I made a comment. Was talking about that teams and coaches covet players that are multi. Multi-sport athletes, you know, multi-sport athletes. Because then you have to, these guys, they know how to win. They know how to compete. They know how to do all these different things. They have a different mindset about what they, what they're going in. And so uh, you can just tell, man, by his attitude uh, that, you know, he's going to play hard. He, that, that, that's what you're going to get out of him. He, he's, he's a winner. He wants to win. And so, uh, yeah, man. So, like you said, you know, in, in baseball, you, you you're the only one that could go three and ten and go make it to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he's swinging for the fences right now, baby. That's yes, what sir. he's doing. He's swinging for the fences. Hey, and like you always yeah. say, make, make yourself stand out, right? And he's doing that with his running back, receiver, and 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 being a return man. He's, I mean, learning both positions and doing being able to be a return man. He's making himself stand out. Got to. Got to. That's the only way you're gonna get noticed, man, in the NFL, especially if, if you're like on the bubble or you're kind of on the cusp and you know they don't quite know who you are. Man, you gotta stand out. You have to. You gotta make plays. Uh and so 
we we can tell he's 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 not one of those gonna gonna shy away from that. Okay, yeah. I told him I said, man, go hey, you go tap him suckers on the shoulder, tap him. <laughs> hey, hey, coach, I can do that. Hey, who you need? I got it, I got it. Yeah. So. He didn't really say much when we asked him about return stuff, but he did say there's one thing he did say in there. He said, I, 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 I can take one to the house. Like, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, he, he knows he knows what he's capable of. And so it's, um, you know, a mo- modest kid, fun, fun, loving spirit, which is one thing I, I love. Um, but the cool, I think, I think the most, and I was, and we kind of talked about it a little bit when you got on, but before you got on, I, I talked to, we talked about how he was cut four to five times from his team last year. Um, and it brought back and then cut again. It's like, imagine, and this is one thing that I, I credit you and my other show with Eric Snow and stuff. How, how you guys, obviously there's criticism. You have people who never played this sport before. We'll talk all day long about how you did wrong and you did this, but it's like, people don't understand that. Like there's, there's positions like a guy like Jerry Neely, who was cut four to five times, then brought back in what industry do you see where, where companies Firing you four to five times and then bringing you back—that doesn't happen to people. That, 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 that doesn't happen. And then you also, and then also on top of that, um, think about in relationship-wise. As an adult, how, how many times will you see a girlfriend and, and boyfriend break up four to five times and then bring them back? It, it, it doesn't. This doesn't really happen. It's more of a high school thing. It doesn't really happen. But like for him to do that and come back and like be as positive and and you know as fun spirited as he is, it's like it's just. You guys, and I commend you guys. I, I, I'm lucky. I get fortunate to get to talk to pro athletes all the time. And, and you, JD, well, you guys, are, you guys are just different. And like I said, there's so many people who don't have that resiliency that pro athletes have, and I don't think athletes get that that credit enough. Yeah, it, you know what it is. You know, we, we know it's one of those things, uh, the character traits that you can build, and sometimes it takes that failure to build, like you said, a resiliency, that perseverance. You know that that tough shell of like not giving up, and so you just know that, especially in the NFL. What do you say? Not for long, whether it be basketball, you know, NBA, you know, Major League Baseball, whatever it is, whatever professional sport. Like any other time, it would be a toxic relationship. We talk about relationships breaking up four or five times. Like yo, this thing is toxic. Like you know, <laughs> every other weekend they're breaking up. Uh, but you know, with a team, like. You, you can't help, you would think, especially in the real world, you'd be bitter. Somebody breaks up with you and cuts you and stuff like that, right? Hey, man, you, can, you dude, you got to go in hand-to-hand. Like, you're still your best, your best gal. That's what you have to do. Hey, <laughs> she's there for me. I don't care. I love when she's there for me. So that's that that perseverance, you know, builds character. Like I said, it, it builds that. It, it, and and playing in, in, in professional football, because it's unforgiving. It really is. You know, it's, it's a business, but you know the, how, how tough it can be. You know, the turmoil you go through, the uncertainty that you have to deal with. Uh, but to stay even through all of that, keep your mind about you in your head as far as like just still going after performing, uh, says a lot about a person. It says a lot about it. And so uh, that, that, without a doubt, uh, solidifies a person's character, Okay. So they're, they're not crushed by those failures or those closing the door in your face. Like you just got to keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah. And it speaks volumes about him. And also based on, obviously with everything with him, his story, 
that and the way his demeanor is, and despite all this getting cut four or five times from the same organization that he's still on. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy, like you said, he's a guy we're like openly rooting for. And like, I want him to succeed, whether it is in Kansas city or elsewhere, that's a guy I'm rooting for. And I, I hope it is in Kansas city. I do too. I do too. You know, it kind of makes you think about, have you seen that uh, Michael J. Fox documentary, the steel? Have you seen that yet? The new, is it just come out? Just came out, man. It's, it's it's wonderful. It's it's a wonderful documentary. So anybody's watching this, go check it out because it's, it's it's very inspiring. Uh, but his dad tells him, say, "Hey, look, he got the world by the tail." He said, "Hold on." He like drops him off in Hollywood and, and leaves. He got the world by, by the tail, young man. He said, "You hold on." And Michael J. Fox goes in there talks about how the doors are just shutting his face, and he, you know he, he's eating like he said jelly packs and stuff. He said, I hadn't had no money. He said, poor. What do you mean? I mean, jelly packs. I sold everything in my, you know, where I was living at. Damn. He said, but it's hard not to, to build this, this bitterness when the door shut in your face, you know, because it is about perseverance. You just got to believe and hope that, you know, you're still staying in the game. What he said is you still got a chip in a chair. That's what he said. He's like, a chip in a chair? What is that? He said, you know, like in poker, as long as you have a chair and a chip, you're still in the game. So that's what I'm just hoping for. So just fighting off of that, Jaron Ely has a chip in the chair. Hopefully he has more than that. And if he gets that opportunity to cash those chips in, I think he's going to do really well. That's that's a, that's a really good ch- a chip in the chair. I, I, li- I, I, like, I like that. that. I like that. Yeah. So I was like, wow. So there's a lot of like really good nuggets in that, man. You got to check it out. So. Is that what was it HBO or what was that on? Uh, so it was Apple TV is what I looked at. Oh, it's, it's, Apple. A, it's, a, it's Apple. It's Apple Plus show. Apple Plus. Plus. Yes. Apple Plus show. Okay. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that's what that's how I, I, I viewed it. So could be something else, man. But you got, if you get a chance to check it out, man. Was it, is it, is it kind of a tearjerker? Because I mean, his stories, I mean, it's kind of. It's, yeah. Well, you know, certain parts. Certain parts, right? He gets into it. But I think because of his positivity and his outlook on things, he won't let you feel sorry for him. He won't let you get to that point. You know what I mean? Mm. So he's just like, man, I'm just I'm keeping going. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm making sure that I stay with it. Regardless of, despite of these things that I have to deal with, uh, I have to have uh, this outlook. I have to have this positivity about the things that I'm doing, how my, my life is going. No. You know, because he was just like, "Oh, you think?" He's like, "If I make it to 80, <laughs> said then that's <laughs> <laughs> he said that's you know that'd be a miracle." But it's been, it's been a miracle so far. I mean, a lot a lot of people didn't think he was gonna uh, you know be alive this long as he has and been. Thirty years is what he's been living with. It's crazy. Since, I think 1990 is when he first started you know start feeling like the effects of things. You know, start noticing things different. Mm-hmm. And that's when he got a diagnosis, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, man. Uh, and, yeah. and he's given a lot of, I mean, just based on what I know about him, just he's given a lot of money to the par, uh, Parkinson, Parkinson's, correct? $2 billion, I think he's raised. Damn. It's crazy. It's crazy. Maybe even more than that. I think, it, I know it's in the billions. I know that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, stor- it's stories like that. And, you know, obviously, obviously in, a, in the showbiz, or the showbiz side of things, and also showbiz and the entertainment industry and professional sports industry, as far as cracking through, breaking through, it's all it's all very it's all very similar because it's so tough. It's just a small percentage to do it. Right, it's tough. It's tough, man. It is absolutely tough. At the end of the day, when you look at the roster, what what the Chiefs has on right now, at the end of the day, it's going to be a fifty-three man roster. 
when it when it's all said and done. That's what it's going to be. And, and so, some of those guys who made it to the three man la- roster last year might not make it this year. That, that's you know. Go on. see you. Appreciate it. Handshake. See you later. Turn in your playbook. Okay. So it's the life of the business, man. The NFL, right? Not for long. Yeah. Oh, I think Jerry Glanville said it, huh? NFL means not for long. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're rooting for uh, Jerry Neely. Um, but yeah, that. That uh, pretty much does it for us, guys, for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we saw that Jerry Neely was such a big deal during the rookie minicamp. Uh, obviously, we had Jordan Black last week, uh, but we wanted to make sure we were able to get Jerry Neely on for you guys to get to know a guy who's been on the Twitter timeline for over the last few weeks and to get to know him a little bit. Because, uh, you know, right. it's more it's more than just, you know, this guy's putting the helmets and stuff, but there's more to them than just that, you know. So I want you know, that's what they do. Guys could talk ball all day, and, you know, that's what we do here on the show. We talk ball. But you could see the personality behind some of these guys. It's not they're not just robots who play football. They're you know they're they're, they're, they're human beings, and you know the, you can see the personalities behind it. And that's also another thing too. It's like I, I want with this show we want people to just understand like who the guy is, you know. And, and tonight I think we saw Jerry Neely, fun loving guy, and that's a guy everyone can kind of rally behind. That's right. That's right. Definitely fun loving guy, man. Easy to root for. Uh, we've been rooting for him, so. You know, all the Chiefs Kingdom should be too. Yep, for sure. Great episode. Wonderful episode. Uh, 30, uh, 31st round pick in the MLB draft in 2018. Uh, the 2019 Major League Draft, 31st round, Arizona Diamondbacks were the team that selected him. Okay. Uh, did not sign and attended Ole Miss instead. So, there you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, our guy, multi-talented guy. Um but all right, people, well, that does it for us. We'll see you guys next week, um, and we will we'll have something in the works for you guys. So don't you worry. Chief Concerns always got you covered. <laughs> always. Right. Have a good one. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.